All right. Well, welcome back, Bobby. What's up? What's up? There's a uh, thank you, Orvid Cutler. Uh, there's no Bobby in the corner this episode. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we balls deep on this mic, nice and loud for you. Get up right to it like a scrotum, nice and close. Um, <clears throat> well, um, I guess we'll have a pretty proper intro today since we don't have a guest uh, distracting me. No guests. Um, we uh, we spent some time in New Mexico recently, so we're gonna go ahead and. Uh, recap that but real quick i'm trying to practice all this proper podcast stuff so again <laughs> welcome back to industry secrets the podcast where we talk shit and talk shop i love it you can always reach out to us at industry secrets pod at gmail.com or follow us on the insta at the same but with the am- ampers no that's it, the and at, signed yeah it's, at, is it just called the secret. at symbol like i think so the and one has a cool name like ampersand so you'd think that after sand <laughs> Uh, something. Um, <coughs> I mean, our, uh, our we still need to pull the, uh, the audio from the rally episode. Yes, we uh, we're as um, the five or six people now regularly following us know not the smartest technologically speaking. So um, we um, got to figure out how to pull that episode in. But yeah, we uh, while we were out in New Mexico, we were able to. Uh, Sit down or stand up. I can't. Yeah, we were standing. Uh, memory is foggy. Yeah, we were uh, standing the whole goddamn time. We uh, we stood around a table. Actually, that studio was. Uh, you know, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, so, we'll, get, we'll get to it. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was a. I mean, it was a hell of a trip. <clears throat> I like to say we uh, we started off with I had an event. I don't know what what were you doing uh, that Thursday? Just regular day of work. Oh, uh, before, we, before left. we left, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wrapping up a bunch of stuff I had to do, like you know, get my team in order, a lot of stuff like that. I uh, literally was trying to prepare like the two days before, like get everything in order, and then like that Wednesday, I'd kind of gotten about half of what I wanted to that day alone done. So I had a pretty stacked Thursday, and uh, do you at least get some time to relax at home? Honestly, yeah, because it, it literally was one of those days where it was just like, arrive, perfect, drop, click, whatever, boom, move on, move on, move on. I didn't get hung up anywhere. I didn't get caught up with anything. Traffic seemed to work in my favor. So I actually got like a full two hours at home um, to just kind of chill out before I um, had to come meet you. Yeah, because I, uh, I had the full work day. I thought I was going to be able to relax at home for a second, but yeah. I didn't and uh, had the event at... Six o'clock, yeah. At uh, Hair of the Dog, it was it ended up being a, a really fun event. It wasn't yeah, like, yeah. the Good biggest place. event ever, but uh, it didn't need to be. You know, it was, it was a charity event for uh, almost their pet rescue. We did a dog balloon animal contest. It was a it was an absolute blast. Uh, but that event ended at nine p.m. <laughs> uh, I get down. home at like nine twenty-five. You pick me up at like nine thirty, nine thirty-five, yeah. and then we're on the road nine thirty-five p.m. for a six-hour drive to New Mexico. All through the night, and uh, <clears throat> I like the thing I held. I held strong for like 75 80% of it. And that last 20% <laughs> stretch, man. Oof. Yeah, it gets, a, it gets a little long in the tooth, especially if you're not stopping a lot. But we were well, and at night, it was just pitch yeah, black. Yeah, well, it was lucky because that crazy lunar eclipse happened. Uh, oh, excuse me, uh, on the drive out there. Um, you might have been asleep for that stretch. Um, it, it was, it was. Pitch black. Like I literally told you on the drive, I was like, "It looks like we're in a spaceship because the stars are so bright and we're cruising on a freeway. And barely, yeah. like the lights barely even get that far in front of you because sure. there's nothing. There's not even that many other cars on the road to like for decent stretches. No cars on the road to 
have a oh, bunch yeah. of like headlights, and it was I just am looking. I'm like, dude, you're just seeing stars, and I you if you look out the the uh, passenger windows, like you, it's not like you'd see much more than ten feet out, which is just goes to straight black. Uh, it was it, it was a pitch black, cold motherfucking night. Oh no! Yeah, it was it was definitely cold. Twenty eight well. degrees at one point. Six hours. Yeah, it was a it was an early stretch. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to show up and hang out at your event, but then I realized I had enough time to hang out at home, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go do that." That's the Yeah, yeah it's, there's it's, no reason to hang out at my event. It, it's, it's definitely the move. <laughs> I just had to and do then it. I was like, "Oh, it's like, well, we can stop and flag, and like we can do this." But then like we we ended up kind of like moving like later than I wanted to, and I was like, "Well." Already, it's not ideal, so we just keep it moving. And we actually, I think we were about forty-five minutes earlier than we had intended to. We made a great time. Yeah. We made, like we literally the only time we stopped was to fill up. That yeah. was it. I like I, we didn't make any stops to not fill up. Like not even stretch your legs and kind of wake up. Like we made it around the like getting some gas. Even if we were at a half tank, we didn't need to get gas. We're like let's fill up, maybe grab a snack, get out yep. of the car. And what was nice, it was so cold. Yeah, you're in wake like you shorts and t-shirt. It wakes you up quick. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, jamming out the music to chatting the whole fucking time. Um, and I kept, like, nodding off during conversation. <laughs> I would wake up and be like, yep. Uh, yeah. Context clues, figure out what we're talking about, and then go. Yes. And it works great. <laughs> and fucking Joe Lee, the goddamn saint, uh, uh, he he uh, got out of his house and greeted us at 4 in the morning. Oh, what a Like, saint. 29 degrees out. Didn't even have shoes on. Barefoot. Um, went to sleep, and then, boom, popped right back up at... Uh, like seven, so it was four in the morning to seven. Wake up, uh, get ready, kind of drink some coffee. We even had uh, coffee with that what was that Canadian. Oh, uh, uh, we had the uh, the Santan breakfast whiskey. It was actually. delicious. Yeah, that in. I mean, on its own, it might be a little sweet, but uh, it's definitely a lot of sugar that I think has ethanol in it on its own. But in sure, the coffee, yeah. it was delightful. Oh yeah, and I, I, I was considering doing that more often, <laughs> like because uh, it was it was so good. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, four in the morning to seven in the morning is our sleep time. Wake up, get ready on the road at, at eight to be in Santa Fe at yeah. nine because it's an hour drive. Yeah. So, you know, get to get to rally and kind of hang out and kick it. Um, John wasn't there right away. Yeah. He's still uh, he's still uh, he's, he's do, got- doing stuff up. Uh, I forget where they said it was. But, yeah, he joined us about around 11, I think. He's a fucking rocket scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like some chem labs. He does like the science brewing does, but for like real money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for like nuclear things. Like, it was, yeah, he's, he's he's definitely a very smart man, and uh, and I mean an incredible host. Um, what a I mean, I guess just since you know we've gotten that part of the story of the Rally Tap House. I mean, it's a little unpresuming because you kind of like park on the side of it, and a lot of that's like the dock and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, so it's yeah. a little unassuming, but <clears throat> it's. It's literally like an ideal tap room. I mean, it's, it's, it's minimalist, but it has flavor and style. Um, he clearly has a vision. Um, I didn't have a bad beer while I was there. Uh, all the crew there seems really happy and fun. Well, it's cool the uh, the outdoor area they got for like the patio to like hang out and drink and eat. Um, feels very when you're there. It feels you know you're in the high desert, but it feels very like northern Arizona, like Arizona yeah. without like the pine trees. Right? Like you're in like more like Feels more like city pacing. area. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, but dude, we drank so many fucking barrel aged sours on funky beers. Oh yeah, no doubt. Holy cow, my stomach was fucked. Yeah, luckily, uh, my stomach handles like 
acidic stuff like that pretty all well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, you're munching out on uh, the the bagged pickle thing at yeah, the, like, yeah. the quick trip that you can get, I, um, and then you're sipping on the pickle juice. And you were telling me, like, dude, I work well with, like, vinegars and acidics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's probably one of the things that first turned me into, like, fermentation science, like kimchi oh, sure. and like, sauerkraut and things of that nature. Um, you know, I, I've done Moroccan lim- lemons at home. I'm actually almost out of, like, the last jar I have of it, so I'm going to actually have to... Like, a Moroccan more. lemon? Yeah, it's how I learned how to make it. I mean, I'm sure it has different names and other cultures and stuff like that, but I just... So you take Meyer lemons. It works best with Meyer lemons, I guess, just mm-hmm. on the way the rind works and, like, the way, like, the 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 porous, rigid nature of it kind of, like, holds on to, like, lacto and stuff like that. So basically you just take them and you cut off the nubs, and then uh, you, you cut them basically three-quarters of the way as if you were wedging them. From the, oh, okay, but not all the way through. But not all the way through. So you've cut off the nubs, not even exposing flesh, and now you've cut them into quarters, basically, And um, but not all the way through. So now you've basically just got a whole bunch of whole lemons that are quartered. You stuff them in a jar, and you... Uh, <clears throat> You just kind of muddle them until that citric acid, like, um, overtakes the lemons. And then you're, you're also adding um, pickling salt as well. Oh, okay. And then because the rind... Do you add vinegar? Uh, no, it's just oh. citric acid and, and, and salt. Okay. Yeah, that's why it's kind of cool. And then uh, because the, the rinds tend to float, any good home fermenter will have weight, glass weights. So I'll put a few of those in there and then... Because they're glass, they're sterile, so they can go inside the liquids. And yeah. so just put them in there, and it kind of holds all the rinds on the bottom. In about three weeks, you drain out all the juice. Um, you take the flesh, you throw that away. The flesh is worthless. I mean, the f- flesh isn't worthless. You can use it. Um, I just don't. Um, and it's then you take the rind, and it's like real like gelatin-like. Oh, we and talked th- about this. Yeah, so yes. I, I cut it into tiny little, tiny like little like squares. Um, okay. And then it's... It's very mellow. It almost tastes like lemon Lucas. Okay. And then, like, when you're cooking pasta sauce, you can just grab a little teaspoon of it, throw it in there. And because of the texture of it, it'll it'll just kind of melt and blend in with everything else and give, like, you can pass on adding salt and then get some citrus and some salt flavor in there with it. Uh, I like to cook with it quite a bit. That's pretty cool. I didn't even yeah. know about this. Dude, uh, speaking of that, we got to try um, uh, black fermented garlic. When oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! That's just weird. It, it was like jello. It, it, it was like it, thick jello. It had a it had like a dots consistency yeah. to it, like yeah. the candy. Um, but it was a little sweet, super but garlicky. savory. Yeah, garlicky, savory, a uh, really savory, a little sweet, a little sweet. The sweetness threw me off because I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a melt in your mouth garlic. And uh, you get this like sweetness to the back of it. And you're uh-huh. like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah it's got that intense eating? savoriness too, which was really interesting. But yeah, apparently they got uh, it just it, by the by the container at the Kirkland these days. Yeah, I so. assumed it was that. Like anytime I heard it, I'm like, oh, it's got to be expensive stuff. And Joe yeah, was like, yeah, I thought he was no, going to pull it out of some like of hole in the garage, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah in like <laughs> some sort of like cheesecloth, and been like, I've been aging this mm-hmm. for two. Like, I, I just, it's kind of what I expected. Like, and then he like opens a fridge and like pulls it out of this like <laughs> Kirkland thing. I'm like, oh, 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 oh okay, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, he used that to make that um, the barilla tacos, which were fucking outstanding. Holy cow! Yeah, he's a cook. Yeah, he's uh, he's got the skills to pay the bills, buddy. <clears throat> Um, uh, he was originally going to do with lamb, which I would have been 
wonderful. Oh, uh, and uh, not they were out of Atlanta, so work great, gotta, but yeah, they were incredible. Uh, like beef chuck or something like that. It was, yeah. but it was they were they were outstanding. We slow cooked them. Did uh, I mean if you listen to the last episode, we talked about this a little bit, but it was yeah. I mean they they were talking about it again because they were phenomenal. Those tacos were oh, I yawned. He's like, a little sleepy boy. Jeez, I don't just drink a Red Bull too. I don't know what's going on with me. Um, <laughs> No, that uh, that was super incredibly uh, just delicious taco dinner. Yeah, he uh, we went to the store, um, got that stuff right after breakfast, and then set it to slow cook while we went on a brewery tour. Oh yeah, us. well, so let's uh, yeah, you know, so uh, <laughs> the first, I guess, like the first day we're there because we get there at you know four a.m. and then go to sleep, wake up, go to rally, uh, do the collab, hang out, drink a shitload of beer at rally, um, and then he had a few beers too. We, uh, we, yeah, a few, a few's reasonable. Uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we go from there to, um, uh, what was that place you uh, took us Maria's. To? Yeah, Rally took us to this bomb-ass Mexican food joint. It was, it was really good, but that wasn't even, like, the one they wanted to take us to. The one they wanted to take us to was an hour wait, and they don't do reservations or anything. Yeah, and that's there were, right. I was telling them, I was like, there's a bar, like, Four buildings down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we're hanging out here us, all night. One yeah. of us stands in line while the, the other five of us, or six, no, wait. <laughs> there were a lot of us. There are at least four eight, of them. Eight eight there are four of them at least and three of us for sure. Yeah. Um, well. Oh, no, because Tyler made five, yeah. Yeah, so then when they're, when they're sitting there drinking, everybody's drinking, one person sits in line, and you rotate every eight to ten minutes. So someone drinks their beer, they finish, and they go relieve the person that's in line and then they're the last person in that like rotation so like yeah. everybody waits in line once and then you just give a call when everybody's ready and we all just got to sit there and have a beer and you just had to sit in line for 10 minutes each like when you're the guy in line for 10 minutes that's not that big a deal you fart around on your phone for a little bit and yeah uh, you have a fine time you just like, sit I just there and stare at the wall minutes. for 10 minutes because you just drink a beer and you know you're helping your homies out yeah and then you Nobody know deal. like yeah. you just got to do the one the other hour you're sitting at a bar a uh, hundred yards away. Listen, uh, great excuses great to get rally out here and to go back. Yeah, uh, it was it was great. Uh, but so we we end up going to uh, uh, Maria's, and My they had God. what they were telling us was that because they had a three page margarita menu, three pages of margaritas. Yeah, so that was about uh, sixty margaritas. It was fairly aggressive. Uh, they said when it got bought out. They dialed that menu back to what it is because there used to be 150 margaritas on that menu. They dialed back mm. to 60. <laughs> uh, when I got there and I'm looking at this menu, and then I there's a front page, back page, front page, back page, front page, back page. I'm like, oh my fuck! Like, what am I? Huh, come on! Like, how what do I choose from this? And so I look at John. Uh, what are you drinking? And he's like the Santa Maria Gold or whatever. I was like, that and I, everybody just got the exact that one where we all just drank that. Yeah, uh, he treated us to a phenomenal dinner. Uh, he did quite uh, the host. I think we all had at least two margaritas. And right when we were like, Yeah, we'll take the check, and John's like, And I'll take one more margarita. And I was like, Good for you, dude. Like, <laughs> not getting nice and lit. Enjoy that, enjoy that last margarita. Well, he did join us late. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, um, and yeah, and then we went over to Tyler's house in the middle of fucking nowhere, dude. That was uh, like. Yeah, his man- was not he, he, sober. His mansion in the middle of nowhere was awesome. Yeah, it like was. That, it that felt house- very like Lacendus. Yes, but it, like more spread out. Yeah, it, yeah that house. There's just so much house. It was so cool. Um, yeah, I would have loved to have taken a tour. We just did the podcast studio in the kitchen and in the bathroom because I pissed a lot. Oh uh, yeah, and then we were all pretty 
Pretty, say, pretty lit up. We ended that night like 11 o'clock at night. 11 sure. 30, I think it was, I think it was 11. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, you tell me. <laughs> well, I remember we're just, we're just going, we're going, we're going. And we finished podcast. Then we sit down on the couch and we're kind of standing around drinking, uh, crack open a few more bottles. Uh, we ended up doing whiskey. Holy shit. I forgot about that. Uh, you, I, we all did a shot oh. of whiskey and then he put okay. another round and he gave it to me. He gave mine and I put it on the table. And I go, Alex, you could have mine. Like, jokingly. And you're like, okay. And then you did it. And you took mine. And then you took another one. Uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds and, like uh, That tracks. Joe stopped drinking because he was driving us back. The hour drive back. So we drive back to Albuquerque. So an hour and ten minute drive back. And then uh, we played darts, which I'll upload the picture of darts. Oh, Remember Jesus. that? Dude? We, were playing- <laughs> we played darts for like an hour and a half, two hours. And just kept oh. drinking. We just kept drinking. Dude, I I should have known how badly I was throwing darts, how drunk I was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kept just being like, oh, no, I'm just a little off. I'm just a little off. <laughs> I'm not used to these darts. I'm not used to these darts. And I'm like hitting the wall. Mine are, mine are a little lighter. Yeah. yeah. I just keep hitting the wall, and I'm just like, oh, no, I'll dial it in. And I'm just hammered. Just, yeah, not dude, like- <laughs> I am close to the tequila sunrise story yes, at this right. point. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm surprised I didn't like well, look down now... and Joe's like, you pissed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is 9 a.m. to now <laughs> 1 in the morning, right? Like, oh, we yeah. just didn't stop. Um, and then we, like, first of all, shut up, Maggie. What a saint. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no way we weren't disrupting his entire household that oh. evening, like he's got his mother-in-law, he's got his very young child, and he's got his wife there, and there's no way, it, it, definitely Maggie can't hear us. <laughs> she could hear us because their bedroom's the closest. Exactly, yeah, for us. sure. And then maybe, and we weren't that quiet. And then maybe we no. weren't loud, but like it was, it's we, like the talk we're having now. Like it's how people talk. Exactly. It's like, just like anyone who's having a good time. Like you're not shouting, but you're also not trying to be quiet. Yeah, it wasn't like, okay, you're trying to throw darts. Okay, oh now it's my turn. Okay. Wait, can I have one more beer? No, no it's it was like sucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was literally was uh, just like average talk, playing darts, drinking, hanging out. Um, so I think no, that was. Did I bail on you guys that night, or was it the second night? Mm. That was Joe's podcast. Then I bailed. Oh, that you bailed? Well, I, I literally like finished drinks. I was like, all right, bye. Like I think it was the second night. Let me do the cigars. Uh, yeah, I was so exhausted. I was like, I just I can't keep hanging. Like I'm done. Um, yeah, I think a long day yeah. ahead of us. Yeah, I think it was the second night for uh, sure. Because the first night, I think we all just agreed at one point, like, uh, yeah, I think darts. The second game of darts ended, and we went to bed. Uh, yeah. You say second game of darts, it felt like we played nine. I do. Well, <laughs> also, we were playing cricket, uh, not fifteen to twenty with bowl. It was oh yeah, that, ten to twenty. That's the other thing too. Is like even my drunk muscle memory wasn't helping because like I'd be hitting shit that like I wasn't used to or being aiming for shit that I'm not normally used to like the other stuff like the 18 17 16 that's all fine it's but fine, it's like just, just trying trying to numbers. shoot for a 13 i'm like oh, what i've never done this uh, before yeah i'm not i'm not cricket. i have no muscle memory of this so yeah it um that was a that was a wonderfully drunk night and uh we uh we drank many beers uh um, many many beers many delicious beers joe uh Joe had, Joe had brewed an Oktoberfest ahead of us coming out, which was quite delightful oh, he that he shared like with a us. Pilsner. He had a bunch of beers on tap that he brewed. Yeah, the beers we drank his were really great. The Oktoberfest stood out just because he he talked about that a lot. Um, he had 
Did he have a fest beer? Yeah, it was I think a. He f- brewed a fest beer for us. We drank that the um, the night of his podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were drinking that. That was killer. Um, Don't remember much of that night. It's funny listening to the podcast yeah. we released because we released it yesterday. I have not now, listened to it. The listener, this it's, it's a week ago, um, but I we you text me and you're like, yo, put up the graphic on Insta. Uh, I'm gonna release it, and so I I just remember Maggie. Telling us because she sat in on Joe's podcast and told us how bad it was. She's like, she's you like, uh, do you guys it. listen to this or edit it? And we're like, no, not really. And she's like, yeah, maybe you should listen to it now. <laughs> so both of us we, we texting each other and we're like, I'm releasing. Like, all right, I got to listen to it to make sure that's not like absolute trash. And uh, I, I really like, I really enjoyed listening to it, it, like in two ways because like a good portion of it, I was too drunk to remember. And like, then, man, this this these industry secret guys are good. Yeah, I don't know who they are, but I'd love to be a guest on their podcast. Uh, and then the other half was like I did remember, and it literally like brought me back to sitting in that garage, smoking the cigar, like drinking beers, bullshitting. Um, so it was kind of cool to yeah. listen to it. But then at the end, I was like, oh, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Yeah, uh, I actually thought it was thought it was well done for the the circumstances yeah. which we'll get no, to you of I, how. Like what the circumstances leading up to this was. Yeah, I think Maggie just after listening to us all talk to each other for three days was like, no one wants to hear this. Which she's right to say. And she's like, I don't want to listen to you guys in live right next to me. Yeah. So I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it felt it felt very imbalanced for what we uh, what we do here on the pod. And uh, yeah, she. Uh, They're just a, just, just, just a de- just a yeah, Briar, incredible. And then yeah, just a second shout out to Maggie for sure because she was a rock star for us. She. She dealt with a lot, and um, she also uh, drove us around when we went on a brewery tour. Yeah, she was uh, great. She, she's and, and it was just like, like, no complaints of like, oh, we got to get going, or maybe I want a beer, maybe you should drive, could we just Uber? Like, no, she was fucking awesome. She was sweet, lovely, uh, yep, kind, welcoming. But, so, yeah, we wrap up that night, the first night after the rally club, and, uh, you know, we all rock in a pretty, I'm assuming, pretty decent hangover. The next morning, I think I pop up at like, like seven thirty, eight o'clock. I think he popped up at like maybe closer to nine. So it's still pretty early, considering we go to bed at one, <coughs> and we're house. So it's not like we like Guess woke up at eight myself. and then woke up at nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we, uh, we both wake up and like you lounge around, get your head straight a little bit, get on your phone, send some emails, do some shit, and then I'm like drink some now I, breakfast with you. Yeah, now I need to get out of bed. <laughs> so then we. Uh, uh, we got out of bed, and that's when we go to the frontier that morning, right? Yeah, uh, the frontier was a killer little uh, Mexico style, like cafeteria style Kinda, restaurant, but it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, they had like a walk up window where you ordered your food, and where, it's where you order your New Mexican food. You, yeah, in New Mexican food <laughs> in um, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like regular Mexican food, but we put queso and green chilies all over mm-hmm. everything. One second. All right, we're back. I just, uh, you know, shit my pants, so I had to... <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I just kept uh, sniffling and sneezing, and yeah, it was never, it was not going to be pretty, so we, uh, we're we back, and uh, we were talking about uh, eating at the Frontier with yep. Uh, yep. New Mexican-style food. Yeah, so we, uh, yeah, we ate there, and then... Um... Yeah, it was, it was killer food for what it was. I mean, I, um, I fucked up because I got the same protein twice, and... I basically just overindulged on that. Uh, the Adavada. Yeah. And it was good. It was it was great. It was a really uh, good record. And it wasn't expensive oh. by any means. I got like an I got the uh, the sticky bun, which is essentially a cinnamon roll yeah. on top of it. 
I got a fresh squeezed orange juice. I got a pretty hearty meal. And I think my bill was still less than twenty bucks. Like, oh, gee, for what for the quality of food? Yeah, like they basically just had like in the best way possible, not like a dig. Uh, basically, just like a really well efficient like assembly efficient. line back there. Like it was just like you looked over and there's one dude just rocking this flat top like a G. Well, and there's probably two hundred people in this restaurant at least. Easily, yeah. Um, there, there's fifty people style. in that kitchen. Yeah, yeah, and they were cranking it out. But oh, yeah, yeah, like over easy eggs, um, potato hash browns, uh, out about a, a, a fresh cooked tortillas. Tortilla. Oh, I was gonna I say was gonna yeah. do bread. So I like to dip my bread in the yolk. Yeah, um, and I just see everybody with these. Tortillas well, they're just sitting there, like on the side, just throwing the dough down. Yep. You see them being made fresh. I ordered uh, one on the side just because, like, I was like, it was the move to make. Yeah, were, it was it was outstanding. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so we finish up that, and that's when we go to Costco and uh, to get all the stuff for yeah. uh, Joe to make the uh, burrito tacos, and then I, we bounce back to the house. Yeah, we bounce back to the house to uh, to get him to start prepping all that. We hung yeah. out. With uh, Joe's dad and uh, Joe's mom, Joe, uh, Joe's dad's girlfriend or wife. I'm, so, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. put a title on it for him. Yeah. Uh, I, no. Uh, I didn't see a ring on that finger. I was trying to spit at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, if Joe's mom would have been there, I'd have been chatting her up the whole time. Uh, oh, shout yeah, out yeah, Joe's yeah. mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Uh, yeah, uh, and we were hanging out with uh, Briar out back too. Yeah, she had some uh, beers. We're she swinging, really swinging loves swinging there. high up on the roof. One to she's great. She's a little adventurous kid. Joe's uh, got a he's got a handful up with that one. Dude, she was going out of control on that swing. I was like, I'm nervous right now. Yeah, like, I'm not, not your parent. Kid. If like, you fall out of here, my kid, I'd be like, I'll shove you on this. Swing. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, dude. Let's go to the moon. Do you want to see? Yeah, not my kid. And I could just see. I like literally. I was, she's like yelling. She's like higher, higher. I want to kick my feet to the ceiling. Like I was. Like, I don't know, like, if this is my kid all day, but all of a sudden I just, like, mm-hmm. push her once, and then Maggie's like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, this is, like, you, I welcome you into my house, I put you up, and then you endanger my child. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but, I mean, like, so I was, like, so that, gentle. That did like, not happen for me. It didn't happen, yeah. no. I was, but I was very, like, cautious about, like, Yeah, you know, that, that whole thing like, was going through my head, too, is, like, if I come out, if Maggie comes out here, and I'm just, like, pushing this kid's feet to the roof, and she's gonna be like, what the fuck are your friends <laughs> doing? <laughs> well, I know Brooke would straight up be like, just see something, snap on something. Like, that's our guest. Like, just be nice. We can be so. She's like, oh, fuck this bitch. Like, I'm going to fuck him up. Like, yeah, dude, you got to leave. Otherwise, she's going to fuck you up. I'm really sorry, dude. I'll text you later. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, uh, uh, Joe, uh, uh, put all the, the meat on the, yeah. on the, uh, it was like a different brand of Traeger kind of thing, like a pellet grill. Yeah, it was a pellet um, grill for sure. It was, I forget what brand it was, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Rectech. Rectech, yeah, it was I cool. I can't believe I remember that. Jesus. Yeah. All the things <laughs> Nothing I Nothing else. Yeah, all the things I forgot, I can't believe that's one of the things I actually remembered. Uh, <laughs> so we set all that up, and then just uh, 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 Maggie and Joe's mom uh, watched Briar so we could go out and just bree hop. And that was, that was like, see, like, I had a great time at Rally, but that was really the highlight of the trip. It was... That was so much fun doing that. Yeah. We pop over to um, Ex Novo. Uh-huh. They have an amazing setup, a cool little, like, they have a, we didn't go into their tap room because they have like a small little, let's say, uh, you would even call it like, like a, a cargo a, pod for like trains that they, yeah, yeah. They have modified cargo pods, but they have like almost like a like little orchard area. Mm. It's huge field. Where, 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 where they've got those pods and the pods are basically just like small service stations, but then you've got benches, bags. 
All sorts of room for activities. So they have like three or four of those little uh, cargo pods. The car- uh, conicals, yeah. Like train thing. I don't know what the, the fuck they're, they're called. They're, but, they're uh, called conicals. Conicals? Or not conicals. No. Um, they're called... Um, shit, conicals is brewing. Yeah, I'm such a fucking yeah. idiot. Um, it's a cone. They're, they're called, no, I was I was considering buying one a while back because they were like, what fucking sucks is because they were like two grand. You could buy one for two yeah, grand. Yeah. And, they, and now they're like eight. But they had them powder coated too. Like these things were, these things Oh were no, they, they, they were quality and yeah, they were built into like lounge they, uh, areas and, and they, into like, small into cabanas. Uh, ta- cabanas and, and, um, and they're, and, and they're bars. Tap, yeah. And their tap area. I mean, it was, it was so cool. Uh, we play bags and <laughs> turns out I'm real shit at bags. Uh, and I knew that going in, but I played real shit at bags. Uh, yeah, was it was me and Maggie versus... It was me and Maggie versus you and Joe. Right, me and Joe, yeah, that's right, yeah. Me yeah. and Joe versus you and Maggie, and Joe and I got our ass handed to us. Absolutely, yes. It was not even... I think it was like 21 to 4. I'm saying that pretty proudly, but uh, it, <clears> I, I think mean, Maggie you sh- me. She did. She did. <laughs> yeah, she she did. Uh, but you didn't, you, you didn't play bad. Oh, uh, no, yeah. I, 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 I drained a few, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> it was not good for us. Yeah, it was... Uh, that game took longer than it should have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no we were done after one game. You only <laughs> play like two or three because they go pretty quick. Like It was like 40 minutes for one game. Yeah, and we were just you know trying to... Um, I think I wrote down the the total breweries we went to, but yeah, we wanted to hit a we wanted to hit as much as we could. Yeah, ex novo. Then we popped over to um, Bone Arrow. Was it called Bone Arrow? Uh huh. Okay, I thought well, it was Bow and Barrel. I couldn't. No, remember. Bow and Arrow. Bow and Arrow. Uh, and they're like that a, place was cool. It's uh, the lady that owns it's uh, native. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's uh, for two reasons. That's um, kind of a big deal. Is a uh, you know the uh, the U.S. Federal Army way back when kind of bitch slapped Native Americans back to the Stone Age um, with the reservation system. And secondly, uh, alcohol is a dicey topic in Native culture. It is. And for her to open up a tap room, do great beer projects, do it responsibly. um, I don't want to say that like they were, well, they were the biggest rule followers we had encountered while out there. But it was the least invasive, if that makes sense. Because they still have mask policy. Well, yeah, but it was it was it was super easy to comply. It was super easy to just be chill about everything. But they were very cautious with everything, and they were just very over over the top, following the rules, but not in a way where you're like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were great. And well, they literally. I mean, we put on masks until we got to the bar and beer, so that we we followed the rules. Yeah, the lighting was like lavender and like just sweet. I could sit. I could sit and pick apart every part of that brewery and just compliment something. Like it was just it was cool. it was very big. well. Ex- it was big and it yeah. was well executed. Yeah. And uh, I imagine that in non-pandemic times, a crowd of people in there looks incredible. So their patio wasn't enormous, but their uh, their actual it was a standalone building. But the building itself was pretty big because yeah. you know it's their it's a decent sized tap room and they've got like you know the bar seating and then like these like couch area hangouts that are well done. Um, yeah, it wasn't like a bunch of tables in it like you would see at a normal bar. That's no. like, but like. It almost felt more like um, a library that had a bar in it. Yeah, that's actually a spot-on yeah. feel to it, like a little coffee shop library that you yeah. like do, like uh, you know, work, you know, your, your computer work in the morning before you go in the office, kind of Certainly. thing. Like, um, and the beer was good. We brought back denim, something denim jackets or denim tuxedo or tuxedo. <laughs> denim tuxedo. Uh, no, they're, they're native, not Canadian. Well, no, um, that's like what it was. It was like a, it was like a, yeah, a denim, denim suit. Something. Yeah, or something we, like that. we we got two of their beers, um, but yeah, I can't remember either of them <laughs> off the top of my head. Yeah. I have them here. I got yeah. them in my fridge. I'll I'll go crack them open. But it's a uh, native lands, which is a hazy IPA. Man, all that thunder. And, and yeah, <laughs> uh, and then denim something. But they were both good. It was a denim was a yeah a lager. 
Yeah, we uh, native lands was hazy. It was good. The one thing that was a little weird was they advertised their uh, native lands as just like an American IPA, and it was it was absolutely hazy. Uh, yeah. It was a hazy IPA. So that's yeah, the one thing. They're doing uh, footer stuff though. Get your shit together. Any brewery that says you're making American IPA and it's hazy, like just call it a hazy IPA. It's gonna be hazy. I want to know what I'm ordering. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the show was good. Yeah, their their photo stuff was good. Um, small little patio compared to like the inside. Like the inside yeah. was huge compared to the patio. The patio was maybe like an eighth of the building, but it's fine. Um, can't remember if they. I think they had a food truck there, but we bounced straight from. Uh, bow and arrow to. I just remembered it. I forgot. Thank God. Gravity bound. That place was the it was best. Your, it was your favorite. Yeah. That I fucking love that place. No, it, it felt was like it was awesome. I, it, it it might have been my favorite on the trip. I don't know. I, I had a pretty good experience at all of them, and 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 especially the Cumbra. But uh, and I've been there before. But uh, Gravity Bound was cool because uh, I think you'd kind of put it into perspective. You call like Cumbra. I, I I was in my car the other day Do I? talking about this. You always call it La Cumbra. And uh, I, literally, I was driving, and I was like, I was like, oh, what was the breweries we were hitting? And I was like, oh, yeah, this place, this place, this place, La Cumbra. I'm like, yeah, I'm pronouncing the E like you do in brulee. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Know, I don't even know if that tracks. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> A creme brulee. Yeah. La Cumbra. Yeah. No, yeah, you're still, no, yeah, you're doing La Cumbra. Like, what's up, bra? Shaka bra? Uh, well, you bro. fucked me. I was in my own head about that. Uh, yeah, well, you know, um, I was like, "Is that some shit? I don't know. Am I saying that wrong?" I no. Um, w- w- an unfortunate part about me is like I will uh, sometimes pronounce things ironically, and, <laughs> and then, then it lean- stops, <laughs> or just you just keep leaning in and you forget that you're doing it ironically, mm-hmm. and that's just natural. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then you know, it's it's part of my con to uh, convince this. people I'm retarded, <laughs> and for that them to also tart, tart be tart correct. When uh, when when they make said assumption, that's fucking funny. Shout out, Jacqueline. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She's the one always pointing it out to me. She's like, "Wait, what did you just say to me?" Like, what? Um, That that insane. I I I know I mispronounced that. Normally, it would have been a joke. I know that it wasn't this time. Uh, Uh, My bad. Yeah, going to uh, um, gravity bound. Gravity bound was or gravity heights. Was it Gravity Bound? Uh, Let me look at the picture, but I think it was Gravity Bound. See, I it it messes with me because I kept calling it one and it was the other and then I thought I was calling it the right thing and it was just like it was like double playing in my head I'm like oh I'm calling it the right thing now and I was still calling it the wrong thing so then when I started calling it the right thing I was like no it's the other one so I just kept calling it the wrong thing um but that's the way to do it we were throwing beers at we we brought a lot of beers and we uh we threw a lot of beers at every brewery we went to because you you know it's it's a cool little thing in the industry that we get to go I think I had two four packs worth of beer and you had or I had like six beers I brought, and you had like nine beers you brought in different case, like cases of them that we just get gravity bound, yeah, gravity bound, cool. Um, so most of these places we went to, like, every, I mean, every place that we went to, we bought, us, off at, yeah. bought us beers because we gave them like 10 beers, some RTDs, all sorts of stuff, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Um, but the guys at uh, gravity bound, they it's a tiny little like five barrel system, like mm-hmm. garage doors, like. Think this rectangular building, and on like the wide side of it, pretty much the entirety of it is garage doors that open up. So when you open those up, it feels like when you're inside, you're pretty much outside. Do you know what it felt like to me? It felt like the city gave an artist uh, a bi- a park to make a brewery in, Absolutely. and they did it, yeah. and it's fucking rad. It was yeah. like we literally when we walk in, it you're saying I like I go that tap system was great. And you're like, 
look at the bathroom doors, which is cool, which we talked about in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. And then like the the walls, like the the load bearing walls where the garage doors weren't, they had redone, so they yeah. like literally knocked them out, turned them into load bearing walls. Yep. Added the bottles to them, the glass, like the um, what's the like the. Uh, broken glass that you do the mirror. The oh, like mosaic with. stuff. Yeah, like so they. Uh, it was very. Mo- it was very mosaic style for yeah, sure. So it was like stone glass, uh, but it was stained glass. But it was bottles that they like you put in, and it was a yeah. concrete barrier to like be load bearing. And then they had the the windows up, so like when you're inside, you feel very outside. And then their outside patio, literally, like we got lucky with a table there. Like we hovered, like right when we got beers, there just happened to be a table all the way to the corner that was leaving. Otherwise, we would have been standing. That's how busy this place was. Oh, damn. Tiny little fight. <laughs> you don't remember? <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I, I do because like, uh, when you said that, it just realized that like 90% of the space we were occupying was that fucking patio. Yeah, it was just a little, and, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. And the little side spot. Um, but mm-hmm. they, they threw us these 20-ounce beers. I got a double dry hop uh, Pilsner. It was wonderful. I yeah. look over and they had... Just I had their Vienna Lager. It was incredible. They had a little five-barrel system, like, right there. What's nice, I don't mm-hmm. know if Arizona's got different rules where they have to, like, have a barrier between the brewery and, like, the hangout area, but they didn't, and I thought that was sweet. There, There does, in Arizona, like, there has to be some sort of... Plexiglass wall or something? Separation. Well, not even that. Like, in Flagstaff, we just have uh, that bar that separates our brew house from the oh, rest okay. of the... But but, but nothing was, like walled up. It was like right there. You could see it. You probably go touch those tanks if you wanted. You're right. But like you could do the same thing with fall, and they have a half wall that cuts it yeah. off. But it was right there. It was super yeah, yeah. cool. And it like got my head stirring because like back when I was doing like brewing side and at pubs like brew pubs, I always had this idea I wanted to open a little brewery. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of fall out of the love of it. Um, of like, well, there's so much to operating a brewery and like. So now you're doing tasting room, you're doing food, or you're you got to manage production. Now are you going to do distribution? So that means a sales rep. That means enough uh, like cooperage to get everything out there. Invoicing, it's a lot. And I go, and I saw that, and I go, damn, this place. I would love to own this, right? Like I wanted this. I want this little dive bar feel that's got mm-hmm. great craft beers. But I'd love to also have my own beer, and then do a small enough system where I never have to worry about. It's I, I never I'll I with that system I don't even consider doing distribution. This is just for us. If you want yeah. it, you got to come to us. And it was it was so well done. I think they had like maybe eight beers, maybe, uh, and and they were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that place was super fucking. Cool. If you were in New Mexico, go to Gravity Bound. Yeah, uh, it, it was, was fucking awesome. It was really fucking rad. And you won't get it anywhere but Gravity Bound. You cannot get the beer other places. It's a little five barrel system. Like they yeah. make enough beer to cover their location. Yeah, and we, they were we, busy. we they didn't even have beer for us to buy to like yeah. live with. Like at all, yeah. They didn't package it. It was, it, it was, it was just awesome like, hey, you can have some beers here, and then you can fuck off. It felt very <laughs> like that. Like artistic brewer comes in, and he's yeah. like, "I'm an artist. I'm a brewer. We're homies. Let's open this place up." And uh, and they're like, "Well, do you want to get bigger?" And they're like, "No, this is exactly what we want." Like it was, it, it felt like they knew exactly what they wanted out of their business, and they executed. It was so fucking cool. So, I mean, give them a goog, look them up. Um, Ooh, the good old goog. But yeah, then we cruise to. Uh, <laughs> La Cumbra. La Cumbra. Uh, La Cumbra was because uh, we went. I was talking to Kent over at Chupacabra Chapter. I don't know if you know him. Who? Uh, Kent. Dope dude. Uh, no, it's it's Trent. Kent, no. <laughs> <laughs> Different guy. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but he had asked me because I guess they got multiple spots, which I'm assuming because they're not a small brewery. Yeah, they got a couple. Um, 
We were in the OG. And that's like in their more industrial area where all the art was on the wall. Mm-hmm. You actually got that fucking... Uh, the MF Doom print. MF Doom. I didn't even know what MF Doom was before yeah, then. Dude. Like, I had no idea. You're like, look at that sweet-ass MF Doom. I'm like, is that the Predator? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, no, that's a badass rapper instead. Yeah. yeah, it's a fucking rapper. He's a badass he was- rapper. <laughs> We were listening to it while you were sleeping, but <laughs> we were listening to some. Hey, uh, allegedly, I might have been awake. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, not before this. <laughs> yeah, but, so that was, uh, they were pretty cool. I mean, we just had the one there. It was cool to like go and see it without going like the big production area. They exactly. Have, like, a solid production area in the back, but yeah. they hide how big that back area is for production because it's just this little door with mm-hmm. a small window that you can see in. The rest of it just feels like this like cool little underground tavern. Uh, yeah. with cool art. Um. The, yeah, the 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 art there that they had was actually pretty cool. I did end up buying that MF Doom print, which was fucking rad. I uh, did you hang it? Uh, no, I have not. Um, I think it's actually a gift, but uh, we'll see what happens. I do love it a lot. Yeah, that thing's sweet. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, but I guess um, it was like the coolest predator. Is the season? Is the coolest predator <laughs> poster I've ever seen. <laughs> I think it was like hand painted and fra- and it was framed. Dude, that frame... That frame was nice. That frame was... The frame was worth 20 bucks. The frame was worth 30 bucks. 30 bucks. The the, the price tag was still on it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, $30 frame, like, with it, like, is like... So half of it was the frame, like... Yeah, I I fully figured them to to pull the frame from it and just give you, like, the back piece, like, the back canvas pulled off of it. Um, I have a a buddy here... Because we were just drunk enough to be like... Maybe they forgot. Uh, we got a one up on them, and they're like, "No, this comes with it." Yeah, like, listen, it just comes with it. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's—I guess—that's pretty standard. I have a buddy uh, here locally. I believe he lives in Tempe. Uh, he has a bunch of local art out, out of like Yucca and uh, a bunch of other places. Shout out Jared Abul, old homie. Um, I've been trying to support his art for years, and uh, occasionally the mood will strike me, and I'll text him, and I'll be like. Hit him up for something. We needed to get some, uh, get well, some no, art like, down here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, like, I was at Yucca one time, and I, I sent him a picture, and I was like, how much for this? And he, he's just like, you can vet him, and I'll have the bartenders pulled off the wall. And I was like, tight. Tight. <laughs> and I did. I vet him with him, and that's what they had me do, too. They had me, uh, or I actually still owe you for that. Um, they had you, Venmo, or no, it was cash. That, that's right. What did we say? What? It was cash at Lacumbra. I still owe you for that, actually. For what? The, the print. They're like, oh, the, oh, they're, they're oh, like, you can I Venmo see. the artist. I thought you were talking about the dude that you're buying. No, no, no. The they're they're, they're like, they're like, oh, you can Venmo me. the print. They're like, you can Venmo it. And I was yes, like, okay. Right, I was yeah. like, I was like, I'm used to doing that. I'll do it right now. And they're like, but oh I had cash. wait, I got. I had cash. Well, they also didn't know it either, right? They're oh, like, yeah, oh they I got to hit up the artist and da da And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I just, I just want to put it in their hand when I can, just because, like. And even Jared, like every bar he puts his stuff up in, and I mean, it was up in um, Pig and Pickle. He just did, I think he's up at Piro. R.I.P. Pig and Pickle. Uh, R.I.P. Pig and Pickle. Clayton, I love you. Um, he's, he's the dude who does like Gangster Jesus and like the, the, the Sun's yep. Cactus and stuff like that. Yep. He, he's that dude. And he does, in every installation he does, I know he trusts the people there. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, you never know if like a bartender like that worked there for like six months, sold your shit, never gave you money, right? And so I just like to try to avoid that when I can. Yeah. Well, I remember at the end of like uh, you could just just swipe your card, and we'll, I'm like, I have cash. Make sure this cash gets done, like, because if you're gonna swipe the card, and then also then the company pockets the money, and then it's who goes where. And then they're like, well, we have a service for you, and the card's so like, fuck, I have the fucking sixty fucking yeah. dollars. Let's get the art like you're excited about. Like yeah. that was all I cared about. Was like he fucking loves this. It's a picture of Predator. That's also a rapper. Uh, let's go. Let's fucking get it. And yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, 
And yeah, so that was fun. But yeah, Lucubra was quick in and out just because uh, it was getting close to dinner time. Mm-hmm. Well, even right after then, um, uh, Joe and Maggie were there like quickly, and they bounced. And, yeah, and yeah. God bless Joe. He he had he had some he had some solid FOMO. Uh, wanted to keep hanging. He did. He, he, did. <laughs> he was just like. But you're cooking dinner. Yeah, he's cooking dinner. <laughs> what, 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 once we were able to be like, but you're cooking dinner, Joe. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't want to hang out. And we're like, like, we want to hang out, too. Uh, his dad, uh, his dad's uh, lady, um, Maggie's mom. I don't remember her name. She was a very mm. sweet woman. She was. Um, uh, it's on the tip of my head. Briar, you, me, Joe. It was It was. A, it was an awesome dinner, but yeah. so... Uh, uh, we had some time to kill because he still needed to finish some stuff up. Yeah, so we, we, we were going to go there and like basically do the same thing we did in the morning. What was... I? And like, you were so sweet to me. As we were... Um, I was so sweet to you? Yeah, you were so sweet when we were getting ready to leave. Uh, you were like, actually, we're going to go hit one more place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There was no question we were not going <laughs> to do that. Like, out of the whole place, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is here. I don't care what's going on. It would be cool to see La Cumbre, but I'm not that sold. And you're like... But earlier, like, I want to see, I want to go to Boxing Bear. And it was, mm-hmm. like, the only place we hadn't hit. And I go, that's where we're going. We're literally going over there right now. Yeah. There's no way the only person that said they wanted to go to a specific brewery <laughs> that we go to all these other breweries and we don't go to the I only I had such a blast. I didn't even, didn't, it, it wasn't even going to hurt my feelings. But, uh. No, I'm so stoked. I, I just happened to be it. at the CBC where they they won a Small Brewery of the Year. Yeah. My God, like, and, you know, there, there's two things I definitely know about New Mexico. It has uh, the worst economy in the U.S. It's totally broken. Green chilies. <laughs> and, uh, oh, 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 green chilies. Oh, oh yeah, you learned, you, you learned about Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> not the holiday. <laughs> not the holiday. When we were at the Mexican food restaurant, you know, red, green, oh, yeah. or Christmas. <laughs> well, that was the craziest thing. Like, I'm at, uh, yeah, we're I'm ordering, and uh, it was like a kind of sample plate. It was like a tamale, some tacos, this thing, that thing. <clears throat> and the, the guy's like, you want uh, red or green? I'm like, because, huh. like, I don't ever really, like, I don't have, like, such a preference on one or the other. So, I'm yeah. like, uh, and literally, if I, like, in the one second he asks, I go, uh, the table all goes, Christmas! 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 <laughs> I just, like, sh- shake and, like, turn, like, what the fuck? They're like, he wants Christmas. I'm like, what? What? What, what, what? what the fuck is Christmas have to do with red or green sauce? And they're like, it's both. It's, it's, and I go, it's white I'll sauce, take buddy. both. <laughs> yeah, I'll take both. Um, yeah, uh. Yeah, dude, so then we Ubered over to uh, Boxing Bear, and that yeah, was, I, dude, I'm so glad we went to Boxing Bear. Uh, me too, uh, because A, I bought a, um, a cannabis vessel there. And a little turtle. And I bought two little turtles two for little the girls. Uh, bought it for my, my wife and kid. I bought some little, little glass turtles. Um, Have they had a... I, 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 uh, well, there was the what was we'll, going on. We'll, that day? we'll post up. Uh, we'll post uh, when we post the Instagram. We'll uh, we'll actually post a, a slide of some of our pictures yeah, from yeah. the trip. But uh, one of the the I've one got some great the, ones of oh, you. Oh god, <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh yeah, those yeah. Uh, outside boxing. <laughs> those, those are pretty funny. Uh, but well, so the glass blowers at a well, boxing uh, bear the, were pretty intense. They were doing an IPA contest from oh, there with all so the other So they've been doing that all... That's why we didn't... So Joe is really fortunate that he lives really close to a lot of these places like OG locations. Oh, yeah. And so this was like, I believe their OG location or at least one of their more important ones. And so the reason we didn't start there because it was the closest to his house. Yeah, yeah we started at the farthest away. Yeah, which is what you do when you're in sales, well, <laughs> which was, Joe is. It was the right move. Or no, it, we started, it is. We started like halfway out, and then went we went farther, out. and then came closer. Yeah, it was and, and we were going to do Boxing Bear first because yeah. it was so close. But the reason we didn't 
because they were having some sort of IPA competition all day mm-hmm. for home yeah. brewers. No, 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 it was a bunch of other uh, breweries. Oh, local breweries? Yeah. Yeah, because Boxing Beer won. Oh, that's right. They that's won right. with Bare Knuckle. That's right. That's right. But by the time we got to Boxing Bear, I was, I mean, drinking, yes, but I was, uh, I was a little tired, so it just wasn't in the vibe. Planned oh, drinking because we did the podcast last night. Well, and uh, I just gotten so interested with the glass blowers, I, I forgot a bunch of other stuff because like those guys were rad. Like the one dude, I added him on Instagram and follow him. They were really cool. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, so we get there, and uh, the Uber drops us off. We get there, we we order some beers, and they're talking about the IPA thing, and uh, we give them because uh, I we, yeah we split up the the couple four packs I grabbed from them because I threw them some four packs, and they're like, yeah, here, let's give you a deal on. I think they. Hooked us up with the first pints because we gave them the four packs and they gave us like half price and the pints after. And then I had another two half pints each after that. Uh, but we were hanging out inside and then we saw the glass. We just were like, let's go check out outside. Not that we didn't yeah. know what it was. We had to pass the outside to get to the inside, right? Yeah. But we hang out there and all of a sudden there's glass blowing. Um, yeah, just and, two dudes blowing glass, hanging out. Yeah, it was. And, and that's not a... a Innuendo for uh, smoking meth. Uh, these guys were. Literally... Oh yeah, we are talking about New Mexico, so good clarification. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were. Uh, yeah, they're making. They had a, a bunch of great shit, and I look over and there's this awesome like spiral pint glass. I'm like, man, I'd love to have that. And I asked him how much it was. And he's like, thirty bucks. I'm like, eh, it's a little rich for my blood. Uh, thirty dollar <laughs> pint glass. Like, I'm probably gonna break it. I have one pint glass sitting in my house right now because I've broken all the other ones. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. But he had this little shorty glass that's perfect for whiskey. And I so how much is that? And we're, at this point, we're kind of chewing the ear off because we're drinking right next to him. Yeah. It's not like a bunch of people are, like, talking to him. Like, everybody's doing their own thing. We're just happy to be right next to him. So we're, we're, we're chatting with him while they're making art. And uh, so I go, well, I'll take the, I'll take the rocks glass. Uh, I use it for whiskey. So he gives it to me. I, you know, I buy it. And... Uh, we keep chatting, and then you got the whatever that piece was. The I don't know if it was a straight shooter or what. Um, the little pipe, the weed. Uh, oh, the the bubbler. The bubbler. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. that thing was rad. Uh, that thing is rad. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't talk about this in the past. Tense. Currently in use, and yeah. it's rad. Uh, uh, I just uh, put it down for a clean last night. I got to do that when I go home today. Yeah. So he. Uh, so I bought that. So you bought. I bought the. The little uh, rocks last, then you bought the bubbler, and then you bought the uh, turtles. The turtles, turtles, and then he, he hooked I me like up turtles. with the other, uh, <laughs> the other little rocks glass. Yeah, which I didn't realize they were two different glasses. I thought he made two of the exact same, and I know why he gave it to me. Uh, Is it, it flawed? It's just weird. It's like it if he could have just not done this extra design that he added to it, which you know he was like, this might look cool. Screw it. This and glass then when is it pretty didn't, cheap. He's and like, then he was like. Whatever. I'm not going to sell this. It's been sitting here all day. Yeah. Because uh, the design of the glass is like, it's like this spiraled style glass that looks so sweet. But then he had these like, it looks like little like stretched worms out of like Play-Doh that are like dotted on there. And oh, really? Like, well, I thought they were both the well, same. Well, no, I imagine with glass blowing, you get bored and want to try out new stuff. And then, you, you know, just know like with anything rad. else in the world, some stuff just doesn't work. Yeah. And, and, that's, uh, okay. and that's okay. He, uh, he gave it to me and uh, thankfully uh, you were... Uh, uh, a not selfish man because I was like, dude, he gave me two. I'll give you one of them. And I went to hand you the one that I originally bought because I thought the second one was the exact same. And you're like, huh? no, man, that's for you. And then I come home and I like undo it. I'm like, Brooke, look how fucking dope this pint glass or this rocks glasses. And then I open up the other one. I'm like, and he gave me two. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> I was like, this is pretty cool, I guess. <clears throat> this one is uh, all right. But I really would have been disappointed if I gave Alex the really cool <laughs> one and I got stuck with this uh, because I absolutely would have shamelessly texted him like, we need to swap. <laughs> I paid cash for that one because it's what I wanted. You could have the you could have the Snickle Fritz over here. In that event, I would have totally taken care of you, obviously. Um, but that is fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was going through my head a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, so weird. after uh, Boxing Bear, because uh, we were we had I think one and a half or two and a half beers. We, there. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we actually uh, stayed there a little longer, but it actually worked out better because so Joe is obviously not making dinner quickly. Yeah, at home. Uh, yeah, the timing ended up working great. I can't remember. Was he texting us to? Uh... No. Okay, yeah, we just happened to show up like and still have, like twenty minutes to go before dinner. Yeah, I think the last text I got from him before I texted him after we got back was, where did y'all park? <laughs> oh, no, that would have been the day after for uh, the bakery, which we'll get to. But yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I even remember being like, oh, I figured they'd be blowing us up. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's then, right, that's right. And then, yeah, we were, we were getting back, and then, yeah, like, I think it was maybe 10, 15 minutes after we got back. Yeah, um, it was perfect timing. It just happened, happenstance. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we, yeah. We finish up there, cruise back, um, have this phenomenal dinner again. Joe, shout out! That was that was really well done mm-hmm. dinner. Yeah. Um, uh, so we wrap up that dinner and go to the garage and do a little podcast with him. A little which, podcast, which was uh, was delightful. And of course, Joe <laughs> rocks out these uh, cigars, which were delightful. Yes, um, I also need to remember that I'm forty. And don't smoke. Oh, I love cigars. So do I. Uh, the problem is, I never smoke anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, like, by the time I get home, like, the next morning, I'm like, oh, my throat's so raw. And it takes me, like, a whole day to figure out, like, oh, it's because you were drinking, talking nonstop, and smoking. Well, talking nonstop is pretty standard for you. That's par in the course. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're talking to the glass blowers, because yeah. I just need someone to talk yeah. to. <laughs> well, dude, it was, uh, I gotta say, you... Uh, we had great conversation all the way to New Mexico. I mean, the whole time we had, it was yeah. like, it wasn't like there was a one portion we had good chats. The rest were mediocre. Right? The rest were, I was like, but like, as I was like nodding off on the drive there and you would just like plow through and just like hold strong with the conversation. Then I'd wake up cause we're really close and there's yeah. not that much noise going on. So I'd wake up and like, all right, let's keep this conversation <laughs> going. I was trying, I was fighting so hard to stay awake just so <laughs> you had someone to stay awake to. Cause like if I'm asleep, I'm time traveling to New Mexico at this point. But then yeah. you're stuck solo driving us, driving stuck, my ass stuck there. Stuck in time. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we, we're smoking the cigars and we're doing uh, uh, we're doing the podcast and I just straight fall asleep. Oh, my God. That was a long day, man. Dude. It, it, it was a long day before, very little sleep in between, a long day after. Uh, and I just, I remember starting it, we're chatting, <laughs> and I just, and then all of a sudden, uh, literally, I hear Alex be like, Get it the fuck together. Like, <laughs> like, not up. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I just fell asleep. And you're like, yeah. And she sure was like, Bobby is bobbing for apples over here. Because my head, I'm just like nodding off. Just this head falling. Like everybody's been there. You fall asleep. And then it just hits. And then you wake up a little bit. Um, I don't even remember how long I was out. It was, uh, uh, I, I, I do. So it's funny. I completely forgot it had happened. Until I, I, I actually, until I saw the Instagram post. And then I just started dying laughing i texted you i was like i completely fucking forgot and then like you were saying earlier it took me right to that moment of being there and like looking over at you and seeing you just like out yeah well so it's great like (laughs) we're doing right now a podcast about 
doing another podcast. Yeah. But it was it Meta. seemed so wild because we were so hammered doing that podcast that we barely remember us doing that podcast. So it's like it was we're mainly talking the about another elevation, thing that I'm happened. Gonna say. Yeah, yeah, it was elevation. It was the yeah, elevation. the high desert. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it was seven thousand feet. It's Flagstaff. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was great. Uh, we did so we did the podcast. That kept going. Oh, oh. So when we finished the podcast, because the end was the last like fifteen minutes of that thing was pretty. No, last like no. The, so the last like ten minutes was good. Mm-hmm. Like the twenty minutes before the end, we got a little derailed on on the Batman. Oh, God, <laughs> you fucking goddamn dude! I was so drunk, and I was at like the perp because I woke up and I was like, can't go back to sleep. I need to like boost myself and pump myself up. I'm trying to remember, so I just kept like was attacking. I um, was I was I attacking Batman Returns? Uh, we were talking about um, Robert Pattinson being Batman, oh, okay. and I just kept calling him Badman. Uh. <laughs> Well, Batman is his own thing, but um, it, on uh, on uh, if you ever seen Batman, like, uh-huh. uh, it's this Batman parody. It's actually really good, and the production quality is incredible. Oh, we did you didn't know but about you, that then? Oh I was, well, I was poking you so hard because and usually what I do is I uh, I attack Batman Returns because <laughs> yeah. I do not like uh, is that Heath Ledger and uh, Bruce Wayne or <laughs> Bruce Wayne? Fuck, I keep calling him Bruce Wayne. That's Fuck the him. Dark Knight. Uh- <laughs> Um, Batman Returns is um, the second movie with Michael Keaton. Um, And I guess we can get into it a little bit just real quick. Uh, I I like Batman. He's my favorite fascist, if anyone has a favorite fascist. Uh, I hate fascism uh, and fascists. But if you're going to have a favorite, it's Batman. Um, And he's also a comic book character, so it's not problematic. This Antifa motherfucker. However, um, Batman kills a bunch of people in Batman Returns. And uh, it's kind of not what the bat does. It's kind of like his one thing. And then, that like, do. and then the the, the, uh, the other thing who. is is Selena Kyle, aka Catwoman, is one of the most intriguing characters in comics. Right? She's this badass femme fatale. She's well, sexy hoe. She uses her sexual uh, not desire, but her sexual mm, I don't know energy vibe to like. You know, uh, weaponized against men, and like you know, because we're our own worst enemies, and all this kind of stuff. And and, and she's very, she's very intriguing character. And Uh, in Batman Returns, do you remember her origin story in Batman Returns? No. Oh, she was attacked by her own cats because she's a crazy person. Fell out in like into a truckload of kitty litter that like, and it was in it was a dump. It it was a dump truck full of kitty litter with the back open. So she just falls out of her window into this whole thing of kitty litter. And then, like, I don't know, like, these cats, like, lick her after she, like, allegedly, like, falls to her death or whatever. Listen, basically the whole explanation of Selena Kyle is she's a crazy person who, like, died and may or may not have been resurrected by cats. What's the absorption, the absorptive diamond crystals in it that saved her? Sure. However, um, Tim Burton basically got a second chance to show off his fetishism for gothic architecture, and he took it. And... Batman Returns could have been a cool movie. Um, Even Danny DeVito's unhinged-ass Penguin could have been intriguing had the rest of the movie not just been so unhinged. Like, the the carnival bat ride scene. And, like, there's just... That's also the scene where he kills, like, six henchmen. Um, Again, the thing that Batman doesn't do. Uh, So, yeah, that's generally what happens when Batman comes up as I bring up this thing that I have. Batman is very much like um, Jackie Chan in his movies. He, like... Kick someone in the chest, but they never die, right? Like he like always just beats up this like horde of men. 
but they never die. Well, yeah, that's been an ongoing joke for a long time in the Batman, like, kind of, like, fandom, which is, like, uh, yeah, he didn't kill you, but he also, like, broke your legs that you can never use again, and now you're on disability, and your wife hates you because, you know, she had to go get a job. Yeah, it just... It's like, yeah, Batman, you but might not kill people, but like, it's technically way worse. And then, technically, well, not technically, Bat. From the first time Batman captured the Joker and put him in Arkham Asylum, and then he escaped, and then he put him back. From then, ever every kill the Joker or Mister Freeze or anyone has yeah, had since the second time he put him in Arkham Asylum, that's on Batman. Yeah. He knows how unhinged <laughs> and how dangerous these guys are. He's never beaten the Joker to where he couldn't ever walk again, right. uh, but he does random henchmen. So it sounds like Batman kind of like uses these villains to work out like a lot of his childhood trauma. Well, and they Batman ain't going to beat up a main character. Come on. Yeah. Well, well, let's well, get back. To, let's get back to New Mexico. Listen. Come at us with your listen. bat. bat Come bats. at me in the comments with your bat theories. Bat, bat. Yeah, bat theories. <laughs> I'll defend them all. Same bat time, same bat channel. So yeah, we... Uh, we, uh, we get a little into the, the Batman stuff. So uh, the, the the funny thing about recording that podcast at Joe's and while we keep it meta for a second was that A, it was hilarious and it was just, it was chaos, right? It was like, you oh, know, it was chaos. It was, Maggie it, definitely was like, check this before <laughs> you release it. And we're like, well, the only way for us to check it is by posting it and yeah. listening. So I listened to it last night. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, and then, yeah, that, I think at some point you were just like, I got, <laughs> and just. Yeah, I bailed hard on you guys that night. Because <laughs> we ended up playing darts again, and after, like, I bailed halfway through the first game, because yeah. I was not throwing. I was, I, was, I was so hammered that, and exhausted. It was like a blend of both. It was like a, like a delirious exhaustion. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll let you, so, well, okay, so next morning. Yes, I have this on my notes. There we go. So next morning, uh, we go for some breakfast. A little breakfast. A little breakfast. Now, when we walk, when we came into town that night, I had clocked a place Very going into night. town. Uh, it's called four in the morning. On yeah. Thir- uh, well, I guess now it's Friday at <laughs> yeah. four in the morning. Yeah. So it's called Lada Burger, and uh, it looks pretty legit. Looks like maybe a rallies or something like that. Yeah. It, it all, from the outside, it looks like a regular sit-down burger joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? For sure, for surely it does. It, it looks, it looks appetizing, even though it's closed. Um, foodies, caught, f- foodies, you know, Matt. It caught both of our attention on yeah, the drive-in. Definitely, the building catches your attention. So uh, when we got there, I'd, I'd asked Joe, and I was like, "Hey, is a lot of burger any good?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, it's tight. We have tons of them out here." And I was like, "Oh well." Well, because on the and when he said tons, I thought he meant like five. Yeah, well, so we uh, <laughs> not. 15, 50. Is there that many? Oh, there's wow. there's a couple dozen or a dozen, I think. Well, we literally, I'm like looking over at this lot of burger. I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty good. And you, you're looking over, all of a sudden you just turn back to me in the car and you're like, we're definitely stopping there. I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it was it's more of a like a fast food style. So like, it definitely looks like a Burger King on the, no, no, it looks like Burger King on the inside. Uh, yeah, but very, it's more. Very Burger King vibes. Uh, like family owned. Yeah, no, no doubt. And then the, so. The reason we're talking about this is because they also are, like, home of, like, the quote-unquote original green chili burger. And, like, I don't give a shit. Like, maybe you are, maybe you're not. But I'll, also, I'll, I'll, I'm going to let you have it. I just because you did the first one doesn't mean you're the best. Right. But you would expect that they're just cranking out green chili burgers all day. And so I'm like, hey, hey, da-da-da-da-da, this is what I have. And they're like, oh, yeah, um, we don't cook burgers till noon. What? What do you mean you don't cook burgers till noon? the fuck is that 
so basically we're your name is Lotta Burger. Yeah, so they have these series of breakfast burritos that we can order from, Ugh. which we do because it's the only food that we can order. Uh-huh. And then they, <laughs> for a place that's only making burritos till noon every day, they sure as fuck don't know how to roll and fold one because mine was coming out both ends, I did, it was much absurd. like dysentery. Think open a think, do mm-hmm. a tortilla, put a big tortilla, put food across one side right down the middle. You fold that and then you fold it. The opposite well, well, you way. Do, you do a tiny tuck, and then you fold the sides, and then you roll the bur- burrito. That's well, yeah, how you that's roll a burrito. They did. They did. Oh, no, they no, did. no, no. Yeah, like, they just so rolled it with no folds. It was it was whatever the side, like the long portion of it where you have the food, and then you just fold that over, and then they just pinched the rest of it. So it was like this weird uh-huh. like taco feel thing, but it was like, dude, this thing was exploding. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it was a generous amount of food. I don't want to like... It and, it, and, it was, and it was good, but it was, it was also... Fine. It was, I mean, I ate a bunch of... Seven out of ten. Adaba, but, uh, you know... Uh, Seven out of ten. Yeah, I mean, that's good. For... Think... Especially considering the brick wall I ran into uh, being in that place trying to order a burger, uh, being a seven out of ten was still pretty great. Think, all so not fast food seven out of ten, but quick dining is like that's the next Again, step up. Like right? rallies, quick dining, yeah, like a rallies, like mm-hmm. a. Um, but seven out of ten is fine. I'd go back. Uh, I'd go back for a fucking burger. Yeah, I'd go back for a burger. <laughs> <laughs> I would go back for a burrito. I didn't. I didn't go to a lot of burritos. We, we, uh, I, I, cons- I had considered um, stopping. At another one on the way out of town or in the way out of state. Once we cruise through, yeah. however, as you'll hear, uh, well, we went to we had some Burke problem. first. So and then, um, yeah. Uh, so Maggie's uh, local shout out, Burke Bakery. Yep. <laughs> Dude, Next I spent level thirty five dollars on pastries mm-hmm. uh, to bring back, and every single one of them. Do that. Uh, what was the that persimmon? persimmon oh, uh, God. That persimmon, uh, it's Danish. It's called a persimmon. Or, right? Per, persimmon. Did I say persimmons? Pers- it, so it's a fruit called persimmon. It's it, a, and it's I a think persimmon. that's what they also call the, the, the pastry is just a persimmon. Ooh, that's, right? that's, what it, that's what it said on there. It just said persimmon. But it was persimmon cut on top of um, a, a cheese Danish. Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay, yeah. Or, I didn't know. I don't. I don't know pa- uh, pastries. So. Yeah. So it, it was a Danish with persimmon on oh, top of it. Was it was fucking good. Yeah. Just all that cream cheese in the Ooh. middle. That that pastry cooked a perfect flakiness. The the persimmon is an interesting fruit because if you get them like not the right amount of ripeness, they won't be as delicious. And they were perfectly ripe. It was outstanding. Just that alone. Um, the cookie that I got was incredible. I brought some stuff home for the you know the fam. They they enjoyed it. That bakery it was. Cruffins is what they called them. It was like a uh, muffin croissant thing. Uh, I didn't get one of those. I got but... a pumpkin one, and oh, I nice. got a uh, Boston cream pie, which was. I got that Ooh. pecan monstrosity they had. You know that that they had the, like, that su- it was just like it was like sweet bread with like pecans just like protruding out. Like it was crazy. Um, oh, it was yeah, wonderful. yeah. I got that. Thank God we ordered that stuff because uh, here's the fun part. I'll let you tell it. Oh yes. Uh, so as we're headed out of town, we're uh, you know we're not as early as we want to be out of town, but we feel good about everything. We've had a great weekend. You know what a great stop on the way out of town. Um, yeah, it added about an hour and a half, but we got to hang out with the Lees one more time, um, and we got to order some great food. And then fuck an hour down the uh, the highway, we get stopped, and then thirty minutes goes by, 
and then an hour goes by, and then another 30 minutes goes by, and it's just... We're at a dead stop on an interstate. Yeah, it is a parking lot. Like We're you, an hour out of Albuquerque at this point. You've got all like, the dads like standing out on the side of their dad. car. Every dad's standing out the side of his car. And then people like start gathering and chatting, and then eventually you start seeing a bunch of cars turn around. And then one trucker comes up to us and he's like, yeah, it's this fatal accident with all these like fatalities. And it sounded more like fan fiction than an actual report. Yeah. He seemed to have a lot of information for an accident that was being cleaned up. (laughs) Well, this dude was no. So I saw him. um, uh, He was, he was the dad with the gut hanging. Yeah. He was, Uh, he wasn't a trucker. He was the car behind us. Yeah. And his, and he's a big boy. He's a his, big boy his, yeah. his belly was hanging, you know, two, three inches lower than his shirt. And he was wearing a quadruple X kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. He's a big boy. But he was straight dad mode, like going and talking to everybody who happened to be standing outside their car. Because at this point, we we're when we first talked to him about it, we were there for well, You can't just smoke a bowl hours. inside your car. I, well, the worst part was we didn't stop. have any light beer to drink that whole time. We it was just all, all like sours stuff. and heavy it was crazy shit. beers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, uh, we're, we're, we, we kind of get in and out of the car and bullshit and kill some time. And, uh, I see him talking with a bunch of other people and then he kind of starts walking over to us and I look busy and just paying attention to my phone and like talking to you. So he moves along and walks right past us, talks to the, the car in front of us, who's a little family. And, uh, I kind of see him after that, like literally walking to Every person and talking with them, and he's talking to every trucker because they've got the the mics like the CB radios talking to. They can also see ten feet higher than us. Well, <laughs> they're getting all the information, like they're yeah, getting sure. the news because that's their job is to know traffic reports, all this stuff. Absolutely. And like two hours into sitting there, he comes to us and he's like, "Hey, it was." He's he's like, "Do you guys find out what it was?" And we're now both tired of standing around, so we're just sitting in the car, like playing on our phones, just killing time. Yeah. And uh, we're like, "Nope." He's like, "Well, it was." Uh, Major accident, like three people ejected from the vehicle. Uh, um, uh, it, the airbag one out. Air, yeah, helivac. Uh, two people out. One. Sorry, guys. Died on impact. Yeah. Uh, but like this was thirty-one mile long traffic jam. Was what happened. We were at mile one. We were one mile away from the. We start could see of the it. exit. Uh, <clears throat> now, if we just. Didn't get Perky Bakery. We would have been free and clear. Uh, that six-hour drive, or that what should have been a six-hour drive, became a nine-hour drive because of it. Yeah, um, sure did. But yeah, we you know, those, <laughs> those pastries were damn worth it at that point because we were, I they, ate they, that persimmon they, they, while we were there. Yeah, I, I, I ate that persimmon uh, while we were waiting as well. Uh, it wasn't three hours worth it though. Yeah, basically around hour two, someone let us know that. <clears throat> on top of everything else that had happened, there had been a, I guess one of the vehicles involved with or near the accident had um, tipped, spilled, and there were hazardous chemicals. Hazardous chemicals, and they're like, so it's going to be a multi-hour it was cleanup. The same guy. Yeah, same guy. He's like, so it's going to be a multi-hour cleanup. He's like, so, and um, the only reason I kind of took that advice a little more seriously is because he's like, I'm going to get out of here, and he like got in his truck and fucking well, left. He, when he came to us. <clears throat> Thankfully, he came to us because he was the car behind us, and he's talking to the car in front of us, and he he was telling them, and then he came back to us, the same guy who told us the first thing. He goes, I let them know uh, it's going to be hours. This is going to take hours. Uh, I let them know they're turning around. I'm turning around. You guys should turn around. And we both sit there, and we're like, fuck. 
But I don't do things just because I'm told. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm, like, I'm a sayer all fucking day. Sir, I'm not a follower, as one uh, says. So we we sat down, we looked at the map, we, we kind of strategized a little bit, and when we were certain that we'd be able to yeah, get minutes. back on... And we probably maybe should have done that at first, but you know it's the cost. It's up routes. yeah, it's the cost loss fallacy, right? Where it's like we've already invested this much time. If we turn around now, we'll add an hour, and then you know what if thirty minutes from now it opens up, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it's that fallacy that human beings create. And but as soon as we were certain that there was going to be a route that we could get on and just get going, there was no question. Well, Within five minutes, we were turned around and gone. The uh, the the route that was about a mile back. For us to get out of, like, so we get to turn around, get turn around, go a mile, go and take one an exit, mile, yeah. take an exit, and essentially detour this whole thing. Yes, that got as long as thirty-one miles backed up. Yes, so the only other option was drive an hour back to Albuquerque to take yeah. a now seven-hour route back to Arizona, as Correct. opposed to our six-hour route. Mm-hmm. Well, just so happens when we turn around, I was like, oh shit, there's like. Seven miles, I don't even think that, like four miles back, maybe it was seven miles back, there was a little route that we could have taken that nobody else was taking. It was like four miles back, and then we did like 13 miles on this like 55 mile an hour road, and then we were just, but it was then just we're back us. on and cruising for Yeah, it was just us yeah. there. Uh, yeah, that was what was really weird. I, I, I expected, yeah, I expected to see a lot more. Yeah, well, all that traffic caught up to us at the gas station. Yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. Dude, there was a semi. This was a regular, like the only gas station Dude, in town. A semi truck filled up uh, three hundred dollars. You could tell that cashier lady was never prepared for that kind of like uh-uh. business ever. She's uh-uh. just like she was so frustrated. It's the busiest she'd ever been in her life. Yeah, and she was just like, "I'm so sorry." And everyone was like super patient. They're like, "You're fine." And she's like, "Everyone's being so patient." And I was like, thinking, well, we I, I, was just, I was just thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, "Cause we were just sitting in traffic for two fucking hours, yeah. bitch." Like, <laughs> yeah. like there's snacks in here. Yeah. <laughs> there's snacks. Exactly. What are you talking about? We're all happy. I had a fucking weird. Cereal crunch. Uh, I just needed something in my belly, and like the whole time we we're driving, I was like, "I, there's got to be like we're about to, we hit reserve." And I was like, "There's reserve on the gas tank." I was like, "There's got to be a gas station <laughs> within like 20 miles." You're like, "The reserve's 60 miles in this bad boy." I'm like, "I right, 30, but or 30, whatever." I was like, "From where we are and how long we've driven already without seeing there's anything, no way, yeah, there can't be nothing for another." 30 miles. Yeah, because it wasn't even like I was being irresponsible. It was like we were just driving for so long without a gas station. Well, and we, like... at any point we could have pulled off and got gas, but that turnaround and then for how long oh, it yeah, yeah, to yeah, get, yeah. it was thir- 50 miles on that road. Well, and then like to drive up and find a gas station, fill up, and then turn around into back into a 30 mile an hour like backup is just not ideal. Um, and because we had, because that route was so close, it, it literally had become like our only option, but... Yeah, that kind of uh, you know con- concludes the uh, the journey of Bobby and Alex into New Mexico. We recorded a couple episodes. Hopefully, we'll be able to get them all up. Um, I liked I liked that man. I, I I think we should try to you know maybe the next one will be a, a local one, so we run into less problems. We'll pack this shit up and maybe do uh, three podcasts out on the west side. Marshall, Ooh, Richter, uh, we're coming Richter. for you. Richter and Marshall for sure, for sure. Uh, Richter, I. Returns your keg, you'll get the credit. I got, you, <laughs> I got you, dog. But yeah, Brandon's in New York until fucking, or no, he's in London or somewhere. I don't know. He's off doing something. I'm um, in London. I'm I drink in, tea. I'm in London town drinking beer tea. 
Uh, I think he's there till January, so I think sometime in January we'll probably the weather will be great for it. Go out west side, uh, record with a bunch of these fucking schmucks for a little while. Um, but yeah, I like doing that. If uh, if anyone listening has any recommendations uh, of you know any traveling podcasts that would have interesting destinations, uh, again, you know uh, where to find us at the socials, and then industrysecretspod at gmail dot com. Um, you can also text Alex at four eight zero. It's in eight six seven five three zero nine. Um, <laughs> got it. Uh, and with that said, uh, we're right at local shoutouts because a uh, I'm not going to invade Bobby's dinner tonight, and um, we're going to try to keep this thing on time. So um, I, I touched on it earlier, and I just wanted to circle back. Um, I'm probably pronouncing Jared. Uh, Abul's name wrong. It's probably Abel or something. I don't know. Anyways, he's a badass artist. Um, that is Jared, common spelling A U B E L. Um, if you just Jared Abul, Abul uh, Abel, whatever, how are you? I'm already second guessing all this. If you just first and last name.com, <laughs> it's Jared Abul, face, uh, art in your face. Uh, Incredible dude. Uh, the gangster Jesus is like kind of the thing he was known for when I was up and coming bartender uh, in the East Valley. You know, it was always uh, sticker blasted all over the place. He's since done the Knuckle Tat series with like Betty White, um, Mike Tyson, uh, Larry Fitzgerald. He did the Love Bomb series. Uh, all of his art is spectacular. He did a, a series for the Suns when they were uh, winning. Uh, he's just an all around great artist. Uh, I like art. I like local art and I like supporting it. So. Um, that'll be my local shout out is Jared. Um, you don't have to like chase down some bar. He's done an art installation and to buy shit. You can go to his website. He does sticker packs. He does prints. He's, he's a, he's a great local Arizona artist. And, uh, that's my shout out. Fuck. I should have paid more attention. I was setting up sports bets. Oh no, we're just at local shout out. Yeah, no, no, I know. I should have been paying more attention and preparing for this because I was sending out sports bets. Well, yeah, I saw you doing that, and I kind of just was like, okay, I'll oh, kind of, I'll kind of outro us. But uh, yeah, I didn't realize you were that out of it. But uh, you're all right. Did you sell beer anywhere this week? I do shit. It's in a month. <laughs> it's in a month. One, I didn't I mean, do shit. It's weird. I, like all the people I want to shout out have already been. Uh, uh, it, this will be just selfless or selfish at this point. So like all the whining pigs. Whether you're in uh, Gilbert, Awatuki, Bethany Home, uh, Desert Ridge, we're doing Brewery of the Month, so they they do they actually do pretty solid. And Awatuki, he missed one. Get him. Gilbert, Awatuki, Bethany Home, Desert Ridge. Did that? you say Awatuki? Oh, yeah, those are the four. So okay. four of I thought you missed Awatuki. Seven. Wait, what about four downtown Phoenix? I'm not doing downtown Phoenix. Oh, okay. I last month was uh, McDowell Mountain and Arcadia, but this month. Uh, if you're going to be drinking, so December, if you're going to be drinking uh, at Ain't the Wanting Pigs, they got some pretty killer deals, uh, like $4 lager, uh, $5 um, toasted porter, $6 tangerine hazy IPA, and uh, pretty much all the Wanting Pigs. Because um, nice. they have the the 4, 5, 6 program. That, yeah, that's how, that's how they do all their yeah, no, no, business. Sure. Yeah. Four, five, six. It's pretty cool. Um, no, I, 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 I love their business model. I really do. I am truly a fan of it. I mean, if you go to a... They finally got like, rid of some of their more trash staff, so... Well, if you look at this, so like, uh, if I sell them, if I sell them a pint, like or what they would normally sell a pint of my uh, Fluffy Tangerine Clouds would be seven fifty. dollars uh, You're getting it for $6 now um, before happy hour kind of thing. And then uh, Fibber McGee's out in Chandler. Ooh, they're doing uh, Brew of the Month as Shut well. up, Matt. Um, 
and Mike. We should have met Brennan on. I don't know who that is. But I'm down. Uh, maybe he went back to Skeptical. He's one of the dudes over at... I mean, were you there for the Feast of St. Paul? No, I was in Cali. Oh, okay. Well, Matt's the dude that always dresses up like... Uh, is it St. Paul? St. Peter? St. Victor? I don't know. Whatever the saint is. Feast of St. Arnold's. Arnold, he always yeah. dresses up like St. Arnold. And then, uh, he, I mean, he's the buyer at Fibbers for ever. Yeah, now it's Mike and Mike's fucking G. He was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, cool. I'm, I'm familiar with Mike. But yeah, Matt is either... No, I think he told us Matt went back to Skeptical. But you've never dealt with Matt at all? Uh-uh. Oh, man. He's... I've only ever dealt with Mike. So Matt used to be a brewer at uh, <clears throat> Goose Island. Oh, dope. Yeah, like forever ago. Like long before all the stuff that we're familiar with. What do you get tired of making... Uh... BCBS and again, yeah, literally, yeah. again before his time, I believe. Um, oh wow! Like, uh, well, maybe that program's been around a long time, but before it's like super relevant. It's like he's uh, he's sober now too, and uh, which is incredibly impressive to have like come from brewing, continue to be in this industry, and just have such a goddamn strong conviction. Um, Good for him. But he's such an entertaining guy. Like, um, he's just got story after story. We'll have to have him on. Shout out Matt and Mike. Fibber McGee's, they got a deal yep. on all the beers going on this month. And then uh, Mellow Mushroom on uh, on Middle Avenue in Tempe. They do, it doesn't sound like a crazy deal, but it's a dollar off pints and 22-ounce beers Listen, all month long of anything from Second Chance, which is pretty cool. But here's the thing. Dollar off add, is a lot. Well, they add the dollar. Or a 22, but they add the dollar off. Even with happy hour, and happy hour is half price. Oh shit! So cut that price in half and add another dollar off. It's like you can get a twenty ounce pour of amazing craft beer for like three dollars and fifty cents. Twenty ounce pour of craft beer for three dollars and fifty cents. Uh, that's a fucking steal. Listen, I mean, if I'm paying five dollars for a pint or even six dollars for a pint, and someone takes a dollar off, you're taking like twenty, thirty. It's a so- yeah. Off my my pint. Twenty percent off. Yeah, pints aren't $5. expensive. Yeah, pints aren't expensive, and when they do get expensive, taking just a dollar off really does help manage it. Like it is, is one of the few things where you're like, I'll take a dollar off that, and you're like, oh, that is nice because especially when I drink five of these, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be get able to year. have an extra or have saved an take extra's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah saves me the tip kind of thing, right? Uh, but yeah, there's. I wish I would have had something better. Local shout out then uh, all the things that are self serving, but oh, no, those, those are, are the, dope places those and you'll, you'll have ones. a good time. You don't even have to drink the beer, my beer. That when you're there, they have all of those places have an amazing craft selection. Um, yeah, so go enjoy. Yeah, and then just because this is up during December, and I'll probably keep this reminder up for all of you. Uh, if you're out restauranting, drinking, doing anything while you're shopping, um, especially right now, remember to take care of your servers, your bartenders. Yes. Especially while you're out spending money, they're at work hustling because they need it. And uh, just remember, it's the holidays. Uh, we've all had it hard. Uh, don't be an ass. No one's saying you have to be Warren Buffett about it, but uh, don't be a dick. If you go to a fucking bar or restaurant on Christmas Eve, as long as your tab's under $100, you better put a fucking 20 down. Uh, I don't care if your tab is two beers. Put a fucking 20 down. That ass, like you're, like you're the asshole that made that bartender you're, you're server that, work that and not is, spend yeah. time with their family. Absolutely, uh, because it's Absolutely. not going to be that busy of a night. Uh, that guy maybe sees a hundred dollars in, in tips yeah. that night to not be with their family. 
Yeah. Put a fucking 20 down. Yeah. Hook them up. And especially during the holidays, uh, you know, bartenders see less of their regulars because they're traveling. They're saving money. There's there's lots of reasons. So if you are one of the few people going out, just make sure you fucking take care of your people. It's a... Uh, especially it's, heading it's, into the next year, it's good karma. It's a season of giving, man. Um, and like I said, I, I, I bartended enough and served enough on those yeah. days where nobody wanted to do it. And I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. And I'd rather spend time with the family. And everybody knows, you know, when you go into work and... You got your office job or whatever it is, and you're like, oh, you know, it's the day after thing. It's the Friday after Thanksgiving. I take a sick day, you know, and they're like, right. or just I'll just take the day off, and uh, I could make the two hundred dollars working that day or five hundred dollars working that day or whatever my hourly is or my salary or whatever it is. But I'm just gonna take it off. Your bartender doesn't get that opportunity. They, yeah, like they do not get that option. No, I didn't have. They a ho- have to work. I didn't have a holiday off until I started getting into the supplier side of beer. Like I remember. <clears throat> Even in tech sport, I never really got holidays off. And then I remember my first year with Grand Canyon. Um, I had Thanksgiving and Christmas and open availability, and I was just like, "Wait, what? Is this yeah, is this what normal people do?" Yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody else works these days, and they 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 get yeah. they just always get the weekends off. And they get to spend time with their family, and they get dude. It is so frustrating constantly hanging out with people who are like, "What about this weekend or this weekend or this weekend?" Okay, let me clarify this for you. Never. My weekends. wife is the AGM of Twelve West. Never a weekend. Yeah. Never, unless it's planned, and we like if we're going to give up a the money from a weekend, much less the time, then it needs to. Not, I don't want to like put that on my friends or like or anyone's friends. Like, it better be worth it. But like, it better be worth just it. Just consider everyone's schedule when you're planning shit, bro. Shit, no joke. Take a if you if if you have a friend that's a bartender or something like that, and then they're taking a, a Friday off to go on a cabin trip for you or whatever it is. Like that one day could be as much as five hundred dollars that they're giving up to spend time with you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, my boy Ian at 12 West, shout out. He's uh, he's going to Zion with Chuck uh, this weekend. Well, Chuck's salary, and he's not going to suffer. Like, that's going to be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday that Ian isn't going to make money. Ian's not going to make money. And on top of that, he's not going to be spending on mail either because mm-hmm. he he's a DJ on mail, and he's one of our bartenders. So he's going to give up bartending and DJ money for three days. Because he wants to do it. Yeah, but I mean, that's... It's always like in our industry, it's like not only are you taking vacation, you're also losing money and spending money. And in most industries, you at least get sick time or coverage or you're only missing because you already get the weekends off. Yeah. You're only really missing one or two days instead of four, right? And so it's it's kind of a different month. But for sure, if you're going out really anytime this month, just just think, you know, what's, uh, you know, you, you, dinner was 100 bucks for the family. You're going to tip 20. So you're going to go out and pay $120 for dinner. Does the extra twenty matter that much to you right now? Like you're going out with the family, put one forty down. You know, let's just think about taking care of the uh, the people that are taking care of you. Absolutely. And there's for me, like it's. Do you want to like under tip or like tip on this like weird margin that you have and like almost have this like weird shame about it? Like especially because you like, you know it's kind of shitty or like whatever. Or even just kind of like half-ass it. Or do you want to make someone's entire fucking holiday season? Yeah. And just and you don't have to do that every time you walk out, but it's just something to consider, uh, especially not, not not that we're preaching to anyone I'm fucking who actually preaching. isn't in this industry. However, um, for real though, man, it's uh, it's I, I work so many Christmases, and and for me, like I'm not even coming from a place of complaint. I'm coming from a place of gratitude. Like I had, you know, Zach and Dave who took care of me so much during the holidays. Like they practically bought me a fucking car over the course of a handful of years. Right. And, uh, 
you know, I had a lot of regulars that always took care of me and, and I always had people that did right by me. It was mainly the, the rando that would fuck with me, right? Yeah, and they're coming in, they're like, I'll take dinner and a beer and here's on a fifty dollar tab, here's four dollars. You're like, Fuck you, I'm on the working on the fucking holidays and you're and you're screwing me. So I mean if you're going out and you're balling on a budget, I get a man I ball on a budget too. Uh doesn't mean you have to tip fat as fuck, but like be understanding too. Yeah. And just again, it's it's just more important to like if nothing else, just be normal. Just don't just make sure you're not under tipping. That's the more important yeah, part. Don't here. fuck anybody. Don't, don't fuck anybody. Or fuck the people that want to get fucked. Ooh, hey now. That's what I'm talking about. Fucking uh, But uh, you know, I'm gonna say it. Fuck this uh Happy holidays, bullshit. Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, yeah. And whatever holidays you like. You know, happy <laughs> so, that to you. So, but, uh, uh, so when you just uh, you, encapsulate all that, happy holidays. For me to you. <laughs> well, I mean, for, I'm, I'm going to say Merry <gasps> Christmas. Sure. Uh, but also, whatever holiday you support, you fucking enjoy yeah. it. So, enjoy yeah. It. And, and I guess it's weird uh, uh, for my Ivory Tower side note real quick. My whole thing has always been that, right? Like, um, if someone, for instance, like, you know, my buddy Andy, uh, Jewish, Hanukkah, all that. Although I do believe they celebrate Christmas. Oh, you know what I actually I think this? Go on, I gotta ask a question. But if, but if but if Andy was like, hey, happy Hanukkah, I'd just be like, Oh, thanks. Merry, Merry you, Christmas. You too, or Merry Christmas, because it's like if you're if works. you're giving me a polite greeting yeah. with your holiday, you're giving me a polite greeting. You're not attacking my thing. You're literally trying to give me your love language. Yeah. And so That's while I say Merry Christmas, um, I also say happy holidays when I'm not sure. When I'm just like, when I'm just somewhere and I'm just like with a bunch of people, like I'm not like one person. I'm like, based on your appearance, I've made decisions. <laughs> I'm assuming you're a Jew. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just want to clarify. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> what I, what so I am funny. talking about is when you're in a group of people and you're not really sure and you're just, I'm just like, hey guys, happy holidays. And then like, I'm on my way out. But like just last night at Fry's, right? Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And or, if you're mad at it, fuck off. Like, <laughs> And again, to my point. If someone gives you their love language in a seasonal greeting and you get mad at it, you're the problem. Yeah, that'd be like, that's uh, it. Hey, good Monday to you. And some bartender's like, Monday's my Friday. And you're like, oh, what dude. the fuck well, is going on here? Like, I used to I be that bartender. Like, God, it was so annoying. <laughs> Could you imagine? I get Mondays and Tuesdays off, so Mondays is my Friday. And you're like, what? what the I, fuck I used to be that bartender. Someone would be like, I love the Lakers. And I'd just be like, the Lakers are the worst team in the league. We just blew everybody's ears. Yeah, I know. Out. Sorry about that. But again, that's what I would do to people. And like, I had no fucking ham in that fight. I'd yeah, just be yeah, like, no, fuck. You like them? They're the worst team. Why? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, fucking Lakers. Just walk away. <laughs> what was your question, buddy? Did I have a question? Yeah. Oh, no. It was going to be if, uh, if you, when you go to Andy, who is a resident Jew, yes. uh, if. He tells you Merry Christmas and you tell him Happy Hanukkah, or does he tell you Happy Hanukkah and you tell him Merry Christmas? Because I feel like it'd make more sense that he tells you Merry Christmas and you tell him Happy uh, Happy Hanukkah. Well, but then you're just assuming people are Jewish. Yeah, I which mean, would be weird. You can spot him though. No, I, <laughs> I'm 100 kidding. Um, no, uh, Andy makes me speak only Yiddish when I go over to his place for the holidays. So uh, <laughs> technically, th- they don't have a word for Christmas. It, it makes so. more sense that he goes, he tells you Merry Christmas. You tell him, for, or for, you say for, Merry Christmas. He's just happy. For clarity, I mean, we'll have him on before Christmas, so we can ask him. If someone tells me, um, uh, happy a- actually, Hanukkah, Andy Rich returns is our next episode. Uh, um, if you tell me, if someone tells me Happy Hanukkah, uh, I tell him Merry Christmas. Again, I, I, I believe Andy celebrates Christmas. We just do Christmas together. 
Um, yeah, he just he's greedy. He wants twelve of them. I, I, I think. Well, again, I don't want to speak for Andy, but I, I believe that like a lot of his like Hanukkah specific stuff is more like Hanukkah, like family stuff. And he just wants all the candles, which is fine. And then it's just like you know, he he's more of a you know a, a Christian pagan like the rest of us. Uh, Christian pagan, Christmas pagan like the rest of us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, that's a oxymoron. <laughs> hey. My giant shrimp. <laughs> Military <laughs> intelligence. Yeah, no. Um, but yes. Uh, so yeah. Again, Merry Christmas to y'all. Uh, this is a uh, and Happy Hanukkah. This is actually the week uh, that I do only holiday greetings to each other because we just had Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming. So I, I'm just kind of getting both holidays in the mix, Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving. But as soon as December kicks up, it's Merry Christmas all all month long. And then, yeah. uh, you know, my entire house is decorated. Like, I think there's like, there's Christmas tree inside. There's yeah, a phone got our, outside. We just got our tree. It smells yeah. so good. We got a real tree. We always do a real tree. Oh, nice. I, uh, I got away from that once I got dogs. You fake tree? Dogs. On it? Well, uh, a handful of things. Um, real trees are an insane danger in your home. Uh, I grew up in the north Dude, where the we take that stuff edge. pretty seriously. Um, and I had a real tree growing up, right? So, like, you're watering it all the time. Yeah. So it doesn't burn your house down. Yeah. Um, Jameson wants our attention. Well, it is it is his dinner time, and we've been over the local shout out. And, oh shit! I was I was trying to keep us at one thirty, and I let us go over. Well, uh, <clears throat> that said, uh, no, I moved to Fake Tree because uh, when I got married, uh, Jacqueline, uh, shout out. It's convenience. I get it. Uh, she's pretty particular with her uh, her decorations. She's Fair. Uh, she's not yeah, she generally. She, she's not. She's not. She's not an OCD person by any stretch of the imagination, but with the tree, it becomes very much um, like uh, there's this thing I suffer from called object permanence, where like everything has to have its place, and if it's not I'm there, I'm so with you, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. This is killing me, and it was worse before I yelled at parents, like, "What the fuck is happening in our basement? I need everything where I need it to be." As yeah, space. yeah, because you put it there, you you can remember where it's. You can remember everything is in in a location Dude, of there's chaos. A, there's a great meme where. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's like the guy girl texting back and forth. I mean, like guys do really know the girl saying this. Guys do really know where everything be. Oh, that and paper. That paper clip is paper by clip. the desk clip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got, he's like, do you have a paper clip? Like under my desk on the right hand uh, leg, spot. And yeah, it's right there. And he's like, oh, guys really do know where things be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, and I do that to Jacqueline a few times uh, now and again. But she generally finds everything around the house. She's the seeker. Um, but with the Christmas tree, uh, that's where her object permanence really comes in is like, she's like, everything has a place, everything. Yeah. 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 There's, uh, we've been through a couple sets of ornaments and she likes everything to kind of be even and like themed and it's great. But what's really great for that is a fake tree. I I dig anybody (laughs) who, uh, who wants to take advantage of like the, the time to decorate because it's a lot of work to decorate and it's a lot of work to take it down and you have to commit to putting it up to take it down and you mm-hmm. want it to be right like we hung lights and it didn't take us that long but we're, we got to hang lights on our tree but we get a, a real tree every year and nothing beats that smell you know I walk into our living room and from oh fresh pine yeah, oh, absolutely so good. And, and the work is you pay for damn near the cost of a fake tree for a real tree every year you mm-hmm. can just buy the one time and then you gotta light it you gotta Go get it. You got to maintain water. You do other things. But it's like, you know, I, I, it's, it's worth the smells. Just like with anything, man. You know, aesthetics are... I think that humans are particular to aesthetics, especially during the holidays, man. And 
Uh, listen, uh, you know, I have my preference and I, th- I, I think it's, I think it's all awesome, right? Like, you know, the, the, like I grew up with a real treat and even though I didn't like the fact that you go through the tradition and like, like you just described, like it's, um, it's almost like people who prefer vinyl. Like, I don't really think it's like a hipster thing. I think that there is something about like stopping, putting your hand on, making a selection, like putting on and knowing that like in four to five tracks, well, in four to five tracks, you're going to have to get up. You're going to have to move over. You're going to have to flip that over mm-hmm. or you're going to have to pick a new seat track, right? That's a more in tune process with your music, just like you have a more in tune process with your like holiday experience with mm-hmm. your tree. I think it's great. Um, it's not for me at this stage of my life, especially with kids and dogs. But um, I get it. No, it's 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 totally one of those rad. I'm not like, offended by you. No, no, I'm just saying it's like I, I I like I like the um I like the interpretation of aesthetic in the holidays sure. for sure. Yeah, it's absolutely. really it's really fun. Yeah, well, it's fun to decorate and do all that. Absolutely. So, well, with that, thanks, Generates, for listening. Yeah, it was good to see you, Bobby. Good to see you as well. All right. Now that's the recap of New Mexico. <laughs> All right. Next episode, Andy Rich returns. Did he shit his pants? I, I hope so. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Later. See ya.